Welcome to the Golden Gossip Podcast, where together we navigate the golden and not-so-golden moments of life, entrepreneurship, and good old-fashioned girl talk. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Sabrina, and we are both so excited you're here. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the Golden Gossip. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We are excited to be here. Happy Wednesday. We hope you guys are having a beautiful, wonderful day. Yes. And no matter what you're doing, folding laundry, going out on a walk, driving your car, we just hope that you have the best day ever. Yes. We love that. And obviously you will because you're listening to us. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, we're kidding. But we're really excited that you did decide to tune in today because we have a really special episode. We're going to be doing an advice column and you guys asked us some questions and we're going to be trying our very best Mm -hmm. to give some advice to help you. Yes. As all knowing as we are, (laughs) I hope that, you know, we're kind of taking your questions and we're just putting our own like... I don't know, like spin on it. Yeah. So if there's any bad re- repercussions after this because of what we've said to you, like take it with a grain of salt. Just, just know we're not perfect, and we also don't know the whole situation. So 100%. let me just say that first. But we're really excited. So thank you to everyone who submitted a question. And if you guys like episodes like this, definitely let us know at the end. I guess after if mm-hmm. we give good advice, yeah, then let us know, and we would love to do some more future ones like that. But yeah. Before we get started, let's start with our golden moments and our not so golden moments. So, mm-hmm. Sabrina, what do you what do you want to share with yes. people? Yes. Okay. So I forgot to share this on the last episode, but we recently actually came back from a trip to California for the Carlsbad Marathon. Mm-hmm. My husband was running it, not me. Um, <laughs> but he did so great. He did. He's done. I think. Um, now I'm gonna get this number wrong. I think that was his fourth marathon that he's done in the past couple of years. And since his first one, he's gotten an hour faster. Whoa. A whole That's hour. That's huge. I know. That's huge. I'm like so proud of it. And like, I mean, I think it was a lot easier because it was Carlsbad. It was like sea level. The air's quality is just better. And there weren't as many hills as like, say, the Sand Hollow Marathon. But it was like, it was just so awesome That's and incredible. so perfect. And he did so good. Oh, I love that. It was amazing. And the weather there is just so great. So great. And so, so what are you doing, doing during that whole marathon? Are you like running yeah. along the sidelines? Like, oh, are you yeah, driving I'm, I'm, to I'm, certain <laughs> points? I'm running with, with him. him. <laughs> He's actually pulling me in a cart, in a <laughs> just, stroller. You're just getting the, the behind the scenes footage. I did see some moms like, yeah, getting behind <laughs> the scenes footage. <laughs> I did see some moms pushing their strollers while they were running the marathon. It's incredible. I'm like go you go you incredible i wish i could do that that'd Um, be incredible yeah um so what were you doing then yeah i just i dropped him off and i was staying at my cousin's Uh um place and so dropped him off in the morning at like i don't remember like 6 a.m and then went back slept for a little longer (laughs) (laughs) like bye honey good luck i'm going to sleep (laughs) waved goodbye to him at the beginning the, the starting line and yeah, went to sleep for a little bit after getting some donuts and like then drove back and just screamed when he crossed the finish line. That's so exciting. Is it hard to find him because there's a bunch of people or like by that point when they're mm-hmm. coming through, it's like more scattered so you, you could easily find him? Yeah, by that time, I mean, there were still like a good amount of people coming through, but I also had his location on my mm-hmm. phone and so I knew kind of oh, when he was coming. Oh, that's actually super smart. Yeah. Yeah, because he had his phone with him. Okay, that's he great. Had, like, is he listening belt. to music or like what is he doing? Um, just like in his own thoughts? Honestly, he's kind of crazy. Sometimes he doesn't even listen to music. He's just running. He's just like, yeah, he's running. 
just nothing else distracting him i love that honestly he's that like, sounds like very yeah. like zen he's very good at like yeah just like being still and like mindfulness and stuff Cannot like that and yeah i'm like i'm not that way i need to be distracted when i'm running yeah but he sometimes listens to podcasts sometimes listens to like an audiobook or something but that's awesome yeah but i mean in past like marathons i have met him at the halfway line and gotten him some more like um what are they called they're just little like, like the gummies that you chew things yeah oh, okay. like little like gels energy things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and this time he had enough like he just like had enough so he I didn't just have went to do through that. yeah and this was in san diego it was in carlsbad carlsbad okay mm-hmm. yeah you cool. know where that like windmill is mm-hmm. it's like near there cool. the starting line was pretty close to that actually. that's awesome so that's so fun yeah Love i know that. it was so fun it was nice to just soak in the sunshine and just be close to the ocean and breathe the clean air yeah i just love it there i wish i lived closer to the ocean i know me too yeah dang do you have a not so golden moment yeah <laughs> i do know she has one she's yeah i did um yeah i had shingles <laughs> as a 26 year old woman it's fine i had shingles you guys i okay it's crazy because i always hear about shingles and it's always like Mm -hmm. i mean 40 year olds and you know and basically what it is is if you've had chicken pox before Mm -hmm. and i had chicken one singular chicken pox a single chicken pox you see the circle yeah on my forehead oh yeah i see it yeah it's like a little outline yeah that was my one chicken pox so anyway funny. so like the ability to develop shingles mm-hmm. is with within you, you. Yeah. yeah and it usually doesn't express itself or i mean sometimes not at all but sometimes like later on mm. in life <laughs> unless it's like triggered by something like stress or something like that so do you think that's what triggered it <laughs> maybe <Are you> stress? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I mean, there's a lot going on in life so you I know, get it. maybe a little stress but i think also sometimes your body just like it takes time for things to catch up to you so maybe that was part of it too just like a crazy couple of years but um yeah I had shingles and guys it started out with like it looked like a zit on my eyelid just on my eyelid just mm-hmm. a random I'm like okay like, that's okay, weird never had one there sure because have you ever had a zit on your uh, eyelid a couple times but you it's have rare on your eyelid yes like right here like on my more oh brow my gosh. bone I that's guess. so painful. Yeah, yeah. I've had it you can't on my really eyebrow. Pop them because no. like, it's like your eyelid. Well, it's dangerous to pop them, especially if they're on your eyelid. Yeah, I still pop so, them. <laughs> girl, you're wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, do as we say, not as we do, guys. <laughs> no, but it looked like a zit, and so I was like, okay, interesting. And I think in the night, at some point, it was just kind of itchy, mm-hmm. and so when I was sleeping, I think I scratched it accidentally, and so it got after that it got really 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 big i think it got like infected or something and i also saw that it was starting to develop more of those little marks in my eyebrow that's and up like above my eyebrow and then into my scalp so you kind of had like a rash in a sense or um it was it really didn't look like a rash it looked just like little zits but they were really itchy interesting and it was all up in my scalp like mm. like little marks and it was just like burning all like constantly oh, that's and i was terrible. like this is so weird so while we were in san diego actually i was like okay this is not just a zit <laughs> <laughs> this is not a no zit. way and my eye was getting really swollen too i sent you a picture it was, it, yes like poor thing. It was really sad. i looked like quasimodo and um we went to urgent care and 
Cody was so nice. It was like the day after the marathon. <laughs> or no, maybe it was the same day, actually. <laughs> Poor guy. I just go re- with me. Because <laughs> I was scared. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have gone by myself either. And I'm like, I don't want to go to urgent care by myself. And so we went and the lady there, um, I don't think she, maybe she just wasn't that experienced in it. But um, she said, oh, it looks like a bug bite. And in my head, I was like, that is, like, not a bug bite. Yeah, like, I know that it isn't a bug a bite. bite yeah. It just looked like a zit at first. And then it got scratched. And so it got really, really big and swollen. And so she gave me some, like, topical stuff to put on it. And then when we came back to Utah, I went to an actual dermatologist who specializes in it. So he, he knew a little better. <laughs> it was a man. <laughs> <laughs> No, just kidding. Hey, it's not about her being a woman and him being a man, but he <laughs> he's a dermatologist. And yeah. so he had seen it a million times before. And as soon as I came in, he sat down and he's like, you know, he asked me a few, just like a couple questions, but he's like, okay, do you want me to tell you what it is? And I was <laughs> like, like, obviously. I was like, yes, please. He's like, you have shingles. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I wanted to know. Yeah. I just so wanted to know what it was. Know. Were you scared at all? Cause like, no i wasn't i mean at your age it's really probably not it wasn't a big deal since you know i'm so young but Mm -hmm. sometimes it can like lead to eye loss or eye vision loss (laughs) and some eye loss (laughs) loss, which you did say you i was for a second well yeah i woke up like a couple days after that and actually that's the picture that i sent Sent you with the swollen it was swollen under my eye as well so terrible and so it was like ooh, it was bad guys never get shingles i would not hear that it's like insanely painful too it's so painful i can't even imagine because i think as you get older it gets more painful i can't even imagine being older and like having more pain than that i was like oh like like it's annoying and it's just burning and itchy and terrible yeah so would you compare the pain to something else you've ever experienced or really is that like the Mm. most pain you've so far experienced um i mean i've had eczema before and that's super annoying and itchy but it when i don't bother my eczema like it doesn't itch at all yeah and it's like that itching pain when you are itching your this is like so repetitive when you aren't itching your <laughs> eczema it's like that but like always always yeah, yeah. so just kind of an annoyance yeah. always there yeah and also in addition to that there were just like pings of pain wherever those dots were mm. on my head so like just like a it felt like a needle going into my head oh yeah yeah wait that's not fun. <laughs> like could you like acupuncture times 50 no, like, no it was so it was like such a terrible oh, headache and just on that like quadrant side. of my head oh yeah gosh so one but sorry got on that medication i'm through it all now so the scars yeah, are just great. healing thank yeah. you i'm beautiful again you guys <laughs> i'm getting there <laughs> um but oh, yeah gosh. it was terrible it was not sorry good. that sucks but now i just have more empathy exactly <laughs> yeah but okay tell me about your golden moments i've talked for a million years at this no point. this is great we love it um my golden moment kind of random kind of last minute we booked a cruise to the bahamas yesterday shut up yeah what yeah just You're so kidding. casual it was okay. a really good deal um excuse me so we're going it's not it's literally a year waste january 2025 yeah but it was a really good deal like i think for total for two people for a room with a window hmm. it was like a thousand dollars so like five hundred dollars a person people. for four yeah. yeah four days bahamas wow out of miami so cool. really good deal so okay. we're like why the heck not we're going with ian's parents <gasps> fun so 
we're really excited i love the bahamas actually it's yeah it's beautiful and ian's parents are so nice yes so we're really excited it should be a, a fun a fun little trip because i yeah. love cruises personally yes. so but my not so golden moment to go with that oh no today literally um my in-laws come in the room and they're like we just got an alert on our phone i was like what do you mean and they're like there's a huge travel advisory do not go to the bahamas right now if you're american <gasps> right now there's like murders happening like people are s- like seeking out americans traveling what to the bahamas what and like killing them like like literally i, I should pull up the news article why i would not know but i, I know nothing about I know politics nothing. i know nothing about you know relationships between the u.s and the bahamas i I don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) i no, nor do i okay u.s issues travel warning for bahamas over spike in murders (gasps) since the new year keep a low profile profile girl you've got to be wearing like like the craziest most foreign things no really well i'm just like wear a beret the entire time (laughs) literally (laughs) hold a baguette the entire (laughs) time (laughs) just me with my beret baguette yeah I think we'll be fine because it's not till a year away. So hopefully yeah. that will get better. Things will calm down. Yeah. But the issue is we have a wedding in the Bahamas in two months. Like <gasps> Ian and I do. Like we're going in two months. Like oh, in March. Shoot. So we're going. <laughs> but we are staying Jump at an in. all-inclusive resort. So hope And I believe like the airport, they offer airport transportation. So I think we'll be good. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we don't die. <laughs> um but it's just like crazy. So we we probably won't leave the resort anymore. No. Just because it's just oh, too that's unsafe. so scary. Yeah. Which is crazy because we were there like four years ago on a cruise. And Ian and I were just walking the streets like normal. Yeah. So it's like crazy. Fun. Like you just, we can't do that at this oh, point. That's so, so scary. Yeah. Very scary. So that's my not so golden moment. So we booked a cruise and then found mm. out that we potentially could get murdered if we go to okay. Nassau. Perfect. So, perfect, perfect. Stay perfect. away. Don't so go to the Bahamas. Is your wedding couple, are they American? Um, they are yeah okay. so shoot i i it Did just came out to today so this this advisor so you haven't talked to them mm-hmm. at a, about no. it so scary i mean what are they gonna do cancel it they've been planning this right. for like three years like it's been a long oh my time gosh. in the process so it's like yikes what do you do yeah they are uh. staying the wedding's out of four seasons resort so it's a nice yeah. resort so hopefully like if they just tell all their guests to yeah. stay yeah we have shuttle transportation from the hotel like that's to good the place so I don't know, but it's just kind of scary. You're like, okay, I'm literally a target. Like, they're literally seeking me out. Yeah. So, cool. Oof. That's my not so golden moment. Guys. Love it. I'm so scared now. I know. I'll keep you updated. Please keep us updated the entire time you're there. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's not for a couple more months. Yeah. But hopefully it changes. So, that's my not so golden moment. Those are. We both had some really not so golden moments. Just crazy. You might get murdered. I got shingles. You know. That's the normal day in life. <laughs> what we're saying is we're really experienced, you guys. And so this advice column is like perfect because <laughs> we know everything. Exactly. So, okay, should we start? Yeah. So we had okay. you guys submit your advice to us through our Google Forms app. And we're just going to read off your questions to us and give our best yeah. advice. Yes. Okay. So the first one says... How do you start your own family traditions when you live so close to family who want to continue the, the traditions they've been doing for decades? Mm. That's a tough one. <laughs> it's tough. You're really starting us on a tough one. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that, that is a really valid question because it is so hard, mm. you know, like wanting to like break off from 
doing what you've maybe done mm. with your family for the yeah. last 20 something years of your life. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, which I know is so much easier said than done, is just like openly talking and having those conversations. Yeah. Just if you feel like, yeah, yeah they need to be have, mm-hmm. had. Well, exactly. Can't even talk. No, no, I'm giving good. advice. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's literally me every episode. So, <laughs> like, I, I never could talk. You, you talk really good, actually. <laughs> no. No, but I, I think just like, I mean, like, say, I'm assuming maybe it's holidays. Like, that's typically when traditions are happening. Maybe saying, mm. like, hey, Christmas Eve is going to be our day that we're going to spend together, just me and my spouse or whatever. And we wanted to start our own traditions and we'll do your traditions then or maybe like switching off every other year but I think that communication is the most important thing personally yeah because again you I mean if it's something that you and your partner feel the same way about you know like I think that is something that does need to be talked about like okay how are we going to navigate this like Mm -hmm. together like um my family usually goes to you know they do I'm trying to think of a situation like caroling yeah and it's like you don't want that to be part of your life forever yeah which I mean some some people really hate caroling yeah you know so that's valid they don't like singing yeah and so it's like okay if you and your partner both don't want to continue that then you just have to just stop going (laughs) and then I think also maybe you could suggest new traditions that you want to do and say hey if you want to be a part of this this is what we're going to be doing yeah but like your traditions like aren't resonating with us and so maybe this is what we're going to be like it's so tough yeah but like it doesn't have to be a negative thing mm -hmm. too you could say oh actually this year we're going to do this instead I like that you know I think that's like don't make it ever a negative thing like yeah don't don't be like we actually hate what you guys do every year (laughs) you know just like make it a positive like hey actually we're going to be doing this thank you so much for like inviting us but this year this is what we're going to be doing yeah so just kind of say it in a more positive tone yeah yeah just say oh we actually want to start doing this every like during the christmas Mm -hmm. or like trying new things just Mm -hmm. to see what we like oh i like that you know yeah i think that's good also (laughs) something funny you guys we realized we we read through just like a couple of these before Mm -hmm. we started reading them and then we were like man what if we asked (laughs) ChatGPT? we love chat and we did run this question through ChatGPT, and the response is incredible Honestly. i think you probably should share should i just share like the bolded parts yes. and stuff yes. it's a pretty long response guys if you ever have advice like need <laughs> advice honestly don't even talk to us anymore <laughs> like just Happy go to chat gpt best friend just kidding come to us but okay so it says starting your own family traditions when you live close to extended family with established traditions can be a delicate process here's some tips to navigate this situation so it's bullet points and then it talks about each bullet point but i'll just say like the titles number one communicate openly Number mm-hmm. two, combine traditions, mm. which I I think I like. I think you yeah. can like pick and choose. Okay, I actually we really, really like love that, that your family that. does this. Let's do this, and then like you know another day do something else. Um, number three, choose specific occasions. Um, it's and I feel like we need some clarification on that. Select specific occasions or events to introduce new traditions. It could be a holiday, birthday, or hmm. special family gathering. Starting small can make it easier for everyone to adjust and accept the changes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if that's <laughs> like I think it's been it's a necessary. little bit more broad. It's not like yeah. talking about specific. Yeah. Okay. Be inclusive, gradual changes, create your own space, share the benefits, respect existing traditions, create compromise and give it time. 
And the final paragraph says, remember that the key to finding a balance that respects both your desire to establish your own family traditions and the history and significance of the traditions your extended family holds dear, open communication and understanding will be crucial in navigating this process. I love that. Honestly, chat GPT is a therapist. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Literally sometimes. No, they they give some good advice. So I, I love that. Yeah. Okay. So our next question says, or comment, okay, I'm kind of nervous about looking awkward and not feminine enough in my wedding pics with my fiance because we are the same height. I feel like I can't wear supportive shoes. I have plantar fasciitis. I don't know how to say that. I believe it's fasciitis. Okay. And need some support for my feet not to kill. Even if Mm -hmm. he decides to go with a platform shoe himself. Tips for feeling feminine and supported on wedding day. Well, this first is off, really yeah. good question. I'm so sorry that like, yeah, You're I, I feeling get, not confident in yes. it or yeah, wanting to feel feminine and dainty mm-hmm. and delicate. Yeah, that's so know? like, I think a common feeling that a yeah. lot of people, you know, want to experience. Oh, yeah. Um, if that's how you resonate. Um, gosh, that's tough. Do you want to start? Yeah. I mean, we we talked about this a little bit beforehand, but the first couple that came to our minds when Mm -hmm. we think of okay a girl that's taller than a guy it's like tom holland and zendaya and they slay and they are like so incredible like Mm -hmm. so and i think that zendaya looks feminine oh she looks so feminine she like embodies like like a powerful but like feminine like just stunning like she's just so beautiful and like confident i think and i think that's really the key is the confidence and i know it's like you know easier said than done oh yeah um and so i think yes like you're the same height that's just what it is and like accepting that yeah but also to furthermore like if you want to do more poses maybe with your photographer where he's maybe on a higher step than you if he's like guiding you up stair steps or doing some sitting poses where you're like cuddled up in his in his laps you're not like seeing a height difference if that's something if if that's something that bothers you yeah i think maybe doing something like that yeah I agree I totally agree and I think wanting to feel feminine and you know beautiful in your wedding photos like that's such a universal you Mm -hmm. know like experience thing to want and some advice that like I've heard and that I've seen like that helps brides to feel that way is hiring a really good makeup artist Hmm. and hiring you know like and having like trials beforehand so you know what you're gonna look like you know it's gonna be the level of makeup that you want it to be and also obviously your hair like you can hire a hairstylist to just make it the perfect you know dream like you can look your best self Mm -hmm. um and I think that that's a good way to do it I mean yeah no just kind of like enhancing like enhancing those natural features that you're totally have and stuff so oh yeah i love that that's great yeah and so, oh sorry. oh no i was no, gonna you. end the comment basically <laughs> i was gonna say something she's that like else. so that's it <laughs> um so i did run it through chat gpt <laughs> <laughs> once again and it the the things the bullet points it says is choose comfortable shoes which i would agree because my my parents like my mom literally like couldn't walk at the end of the day because her shoes were not comfortable enough Mm. like my dad had to carry her (laughs) like it was not good Mm -hmm. and so choose comfortable shoes or like honest i mean i guess she has 
this um, foot condition but like going barefoot if you, you don't want to wear heels yeah. like that's totally fine like it's actually really fun and that's great you can customize your dress length it says if you're concerned about your height consider altering the length of your wedding dress a well-fitted dress can make a significant difference in how you feel interesting um like and that. if you worked with a skilled tailor it will make they will make sure it complements your height and body shape um focus on posture choose flattering styles professional hair and makeup engage in posing practices mm-hmm. um incorporate accessories express your style have a supportive entourage yeah. like you want to be surrounded by people who are just gonna like hype you up hype you well, up and that's yeah. also kind of you mentioned like the vendors like yeah. same thing with your photographer if you yeah. have a photographer that's like hyping you up knows how to like mm-hmm. pose you in a way that makes you feel comfortable yeah and more feminine then yeah that i think is so key so make sure yeah. whoever you're hiring resonates with that style that you're wanting yeah. and i don't necessarily like i mean this might be a little controversial like shot list like if you have a specific shot you yeah. want and have in mind yeah speaking letting your photographer know ahead of time say hey this is something i'm interested in if it like you know yeah without i, I don't, don't think that's a bad okay. thing at all so like, i know some people are like do not tell me how to pose it's my yeah but it, like if, i get that part yes. too and, and i do too so it's like yeah. a fine line but like yeah if you feel comfortable with a certain thing like say hey maybe we could incorporate some sitting yeah. shots yeah and i don't think any photographer would be offended by that so. no i don't think so especially knowing that you you are feeling a little wary at first mm-hmm. i think when people say they don't like shot lists it might be more because like they don't want their clients to just want like pretty pictures they want them to have an awesome experience on their wedding day and not feel pressured to like recreate somebody else's wedding Mm. you know like Mm -hmm. your wedding is your own focus on your love um and I think that selecting specific poses that you like, there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. think that's fine. No, I agree with that. And I usually, I mean, I've heard you ask this too, but like you usually ask a couple, is there any other poses that you want mm-hmm. that, you like know, that we can that we take it before like, we leave? Yes. Yeah. And so making sure there's enough time in your schedule for that is also really important. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one. Tips for promoting your business presence online and digitally and how to be efficient and find balance in life when starting your own business. Okay, there's a lot of layers in yeah, each of so these. Yeah, so maybe we could start with like the first yeah. question and go from there. Let's start with that. So tips for promoting your business presence online and digitally. Okay. This is a really big question because I feel like there's a million things yes. that we could say. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy to get overwhelmed by the amount of things that you can do. I mean, nowadays you've got Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook, yeah, everything. Facebook, everything. My advice is to just start small and create a schedule for yourself that's consistent and grow, add things little by little so mm-hmm. you don't get overwhelmed. I love that advice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say maybe start where you know your ideal client is possibly. Mm. So like if Instagram is maybe where, uh, like I'm just going to speak from experience for photography. Yeah. Like I know a lot of my ideal clients are probably girls in their mid-20s and they all have Instagrams and stuff. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I started promoting myself first and mm. that's how I have found growth. But I agree with Sabrina, like starting small and then starting to add like little little things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like specific tips for promoting your business. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can literally do ads and I personally have not really dipped my toes into marketing, but I know I want to, and I know so many people who have, and it's been Mm. very successful for them. Yeah. So using like Facebook ads or Instagram ads, like 
you totally can do that yeah <laughs> like I, it's ads are paying for something doesn't make you like not like successful all successful businesses pay for promotion yes so yeah I think that might be a starting point do you have any more yeah I think that's good I think I'm like like thinking back to when I was first starting and when I was first gaining traction Mm -hmm. like my biggest growth happened when I was posting every single day yeah and I was posting it was back when that's the thing is like (laughs) the internet is so different now from even when I started but at the time reels were huge you did and so, so good i remember watching I, you grow yeah i'm like oh barely starting to like, like thousands of people yes and it was phenomenal and Very inspiring fast. i was like wow okay yeah and i mean overwhelming in some ways too because mm-hmm. it was like i also felt like i didn't have enough like experience to mm-hmm. warrant that kind of like mm-hmm. social credit or you mm-hmm. know like and so I didn't raise my prices until much later because I wasn't that confident in my skills yet, but I grew it little by little. Um, but I remember I was posting once a day, every day, and I did a reel one day and then the next day was a post mm-hmm. and I would just swap back and, and forth. And I would usually post at the same time in the morning when I woke up before I went to my job. And I think that because I was so consistent with that, Instagram was just knew kind of what I was going mm-hmm. on and so it pushed my work out yeah. more to more people. So I was getting like tons of traction with that and um like after I kind of got into that like cycle, I s- think I did it for maybe like I don't know, 3 months. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I feel like I've got enough business. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like I feel good. <laughs> and so I like lessened it a little, mm-hmm. but I think you just have to like pay attention to your energy levels and let your business ebb and flow with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. The consistency definitely I think pays off. I don't everyone says that, like consistency. But it really is true. Like yeah. if you prioritize it and are consistent maybe create a content calendar mm-hmm. something like that to like help you plan because it, it is so hard to post every day like oh yeah it's not easy and so yeah. that's why I say like a content calendar or like yeah. even hiring someone out to help post content for you or something like that yeah it it helps a lot so the next question is how to be efficient and find balance in life when starting your own business Thinking about starting something on the side, hopefully full-time once it gets bigger, but worried about selling my soul to content creation and burning out, mm-hmm. lol. Yes. That is such a, like, such relatable a thing, <laughs> like, too. Though, like, I, you know, there's so many, like, things I want to do with life, but then it's, like, the effort to get there. Like, it, it does burn you out, and mm-hmm. I've just seen that with my own business, yes. of photography. And I've seen that with other people, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's just easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah. So, how do you be efficient and find that balance? For me, something I've really been good about with this new year is scheduling in time mm-hmm. to work on my business. Mm-hmm. I used to, and I probably still will do this once it gets busier again, but like just edit whenever at random hours, whenever I felt, whatever. I just felt like I wasn't being as um, productive or mm-hmm. proactive. I don't know what the right word is, but mm-hmm. I just kind of would do things whenever and then I could find myself like selling my soul to my business you know and so I think for me scheduling in that time like hey from 10 a.m to 2 p.m I'm gonna work on my business and then after that I'm gonna be a normal human yeah (laughs) yeah because I know businesses can like yeah I know in past my business has consumed me and that's like my only identity is my business (laughs) yeah and I have no other hobbies (laughs) no other hobbies uh, exactly yeah I feel like within the past like year or so I've 
I've gotten back into my mm-hmm. actual, I, my old hobbies that I used to love. And yeah. pers- personally, photography was just like so consuming at first because I was trying to grow it so fast. Yeah. And so that does take a lot of your time when you're wanting to grow really, really fast. But after that, I think, I mean, going back to what I said before, you really just have to like let your business ebb and flow with your energy levels as well Mm -hmm. and know that you're making the rules for yourself and so if you're getting tired like start to like Jacqueline was saying like create those boundaries for yourself like hey I'm actually gonna close my laptop at 5 p.m and not open it until Mm -hmm. like the next day Mm -hmm. or not working at all on weekends like that's also a huge huge thing as well okay the next one is tips for creating a name and branding your business Hmm. that's a great so great i don't know what kind of business she's talking about yes so that's it's a little tough if you're a photographer which maybe we could assume that because we're photographers and you follow us but not not necessarily but i know for me my business was like myself like i'm kind of selling myself as a photographer so for me it worked having my own name Mm -hmm. but if you're doing like a clothing boutique then maybe that's a little bit different so I know I was kind of telling Sabrina this earlier, but I used to want to have a clothing boutique. And so I went through the whole process and like I was trying to find the perfect name and I Mm -hmm. like went through a hundred variations and honestly, like Google is great. Like they literally Mm -hmm. have like name, like business name generators. Yeah. And I'm not saying those are like actual, like what you should use, but it could give you some words that you could use, like then put them in the thesaurus and like find like similar words and stuff. And so that's how I kind of came up with my old clothing boutique business name. I love that. And so I think it's just kind of like that's maybe a way to kind of create a name. Just something that feels right, you know? Okay. ChatGPT says. Oh, gosh. Let's hear it. <laughs> Number one, define your brand identity. Okay. Love it. So like know your values, your mission, what you want to accomplish. And number two, know your target audience. And like you're saying. Number three, research your industry. Number four, brainstorm creative ideas. Number five, keep it simple simple and memorable. Um, number six, check domain availability, which means like make the sure website. that you're not copying mm-hmm. yeah, somebody else's name or and you can have a website for yourself. Test pr- for pronunciation and spelling. <laughs> Consider future growth. Set Get feedback. Protect your brand like with getting trademarks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Create a strong visual identity be authentic test before launch stay flexible love it that's what it says those are all great tips from chat gpt heck yeah always coming through what about the branding side mm. do you have any tips i know we both have i recently have done a branding and you've done mm-hmm. your branding in recent yes. years as well so yeah um yeah we've both like gotten our branding done and i hired somebody to do my branding because i just at the time i felt like I didn't have a clear direction for who I was talking to. I think that, I mean, if you want to just do like a little, if you don't want to hire somebody out, you can honestly probably look online and find like, okay, you know, a branding, like Mm -hmm. create your ideal client, ask (laughs) ChatGPT. Yeah, ChatGPT will tell you everything you need to know. Literally, if you if you want, you could just ask ChatGPT to make your ideal client. Just like say, okay, my it's for 
you a know, girl in their mid 20s girl in mid 20s we literally fashion. did this with this podcast no we actually. literally did like when we were trying to like write our <laughs> ideal client we we gave very specific yeah. like what we want and it told us and we're like yes that is who yeah. we want as our person which maybe we should do another episode on that because that was incredible no literally <laughs> we will do a future episode on chat gpt because yeah. we could talk about it for hours <laughs> yeah kind of scary but it, it is really revolutionary it is also. kind of frightening because it's going to yeah. be taking a lot of jobs from people but yeah. it is it's incredible it's incredible it's amazing and yeah i think making sure you know who you're talking to online is really helpful because not everybody is going to be your perfect client but for people who are if you're talking directly to them they're gonna want to book with you more Mm -hmm. because you know you're resonating you're resonating with them more Mm -hmm. no i love that tip yeah i also another thing like if you didn't want to hire someone out Mm. um Maybe just, like, going on Pinterest and creating, mm. like, a mood board that, like, yeah. feels like you. Like, things that, yes. like, you attract you. Like, when you see them, like, hey, I like these warm colors. Like, mm. or I'm more a soft color palette. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like, this font is, like, really cool and, like, speaks to me. Or, like, these images of someone in, like, the mountains or something. And, like, I want to include mountains as, like, a brand mark in my mm-hmm. branding and something. So, just kind of creating a Pinterest board that, like, resonates with you taking it over to canva and like literally creating like a branding like i'm sure canva actually probably has templates for branding yeah and so you could kind of create that all in there yep advice on starting your own business as a freelance artist how do you get your name out there at first do you recommend offering services that are cheap or free in exchange for publicity or any advice that you have yes to the free services Mm -hmm. at first a little controversial for a lot of people but yes like, yes you should be getting paid for your work but mm-hmm. yeah yeah. well i mean how do you like i mean you can grow it will just probably be slower but like mm-hmm. really to like get experience mm-hmm. first off like you have to be willing to offer your services for free start practicing on your family your friends like mm-hmm. you know people you know and then start showing that and then you could start slowly charging for your services yeah um i'm curious like i'm like i don't know if she does photography i'm assuming Mm -hmm. i'm just answering these if they were photography related but i don't know yeah i would definitely do free free in exchange for publicity i think that's huge yeah um i'm trying to think of any other advice i think it's totally worth it and i mean again we're looking through the eyes of like photographers Mm -hmm. if you shoot for free for like say i don't know 10 sessions or something those 10 people well if it's a couple i mean if you're shooting a couple those 20 people are going to be posting your work all of their friends are going to see it Mm -hmm. um hopefully because they're going to tag you because you're going to have them sign a contract to tag you um and it's going to help get the word out there so much faster than if you were just like waiting because also what are you going to post if you have nothing to post Mm -hmm. exactly so like you kind of need a do those free services to get like i'm trying to think of other business like an ethnician i saw this girl yeah. on an, a what an ethnician es- 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 thank, thank you for always yeah. correcting <laughs> <laughs> ethnician what did i say ethnician ethno like uh, ethnicity eth- like ethnicity es- <laughs> es- <laughs> es- 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 it's es- es- thank yeah. you i can't <laughs> we know this already though okay. but i was gonna say like i saw this ethnician yeah <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Esthetician. Oh, okay. There's a like T sound in there. Esthetician. Esthetician. Like has esthetician. Yes. That is a weird word, honestly, if you think it about it. It is a really weird word. Esthetician. I don't know. 
yeah anyways i saw this girl on tiktok post she lives here in utah and she's yeah. like hey i'm looking for five girls in exchange for like free facials i saw your Did comments you on it and i liked it because <laughs> no, i was you. like heck yeah jacqueline get it girl i love it thank get you that free but facial. No, she like posted that she's like i just i'm looking for five girls i'll give you a free facial yeah. if you post it on your social media so great so great and i'm like that's awesome like yes i will share and she could strategically maybe pick people who maybe have a higher audience if she wants to do that but nonetheless even if you don't like have a big audience any word of mouth is word of mouth you know like so something like that like free exchanges for hopefully something greater you know yeah yep i agree this next one says i've been married for a while now and since we got married we have been quote unquote trying (laughs) by that I guess I mean we haven't done anything to protect against a baby (laughs) this is such a funny way to phrase this (laughs) protect against a baby (laughs) okay but after all this time we haven't even had a single pregnancy scare nothing what is happening is it my hormones my birth control methods from years ago I'm not sure what to do because I think at this point it's getting concerning that there has been zero repercussions (laughs) haha okay so I mean, I honestly like kind of felt the same in a sense where mm. I have been birth- off birth control over a year right now. We don't use anything. We don't even use condoms. Like we just go for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, what? like, like pull out method. Okay. You're, li- <laughs> you're literally the second person to tell me that you're doing that out of our friends. Really? Oh yeah. And I just- you guys are wild. I mean, but okay. But I mean, I have the app, so I know when yes. I'm ovulating. Okay, okay, so okay. I'm not like having sex when I'm ovulating, but I, we're <laughs> not using any other things. And I'm like, okay, it's been a year and I haven't gotten pregnant. I've had a couple scares, but then I'm like, okay, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. So then I started worrying the other day and I was like, what if I like have fertility issues, which yeah. is so normal and oh, so, common. so common. So I'm like, that is very well could be something. And my mom's like, no, you're fine. Like I didn't have any issue. I'm like, no, I probably could who knows like, doesn't matter doesn't you, matter you know, if yes. your mom or whoever mm-hmm. you know so i called my doctor <laughs> yeah like i literally had set up a phone call with her and stuff and she basically told me like not to stress like it's it's totally normal but what did she basically say like i guess this i don't know actually if this even matters what i'm saying but she was talking about when i start trying like don't worry until you actually start trying okay first of all we are not doctors. No, we are not. We we don't really know what's happening with you. Actually, Sabrina's a doctor from the Blue Zone episode, I, if you know, you that's know. That's true. I <laughs> do have a PhD because I watched one documentary. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're not medical professionals. So if you really are like worried and you want to have a baby... Mm-hmm. Well, I think I like the, I like your doctor's advice where it's like, don't worry about it until you want to have a baby. Yeah, exactly. She's like, there's no yeah. need to stress until you actually get there. And she said, and after like months of trying, if you, like, it's yeah. so common yeah. also to not get pregnant on your first try. Like it, like it's very rare. Like there's a few people, yeah. but it usually takes on average, even if they don't have fertility issues, like six months. So yeah. if you're not actively trying, you're probably okay. But with yeah. that being said, it's always okay to like wonder and get tested if you want to know yeah um i agree sorry did i cut you off like no i don't even remember no i think (laughs) i'm so (laughs) sorry i've been that important (laughs) i'm so sorry no um like but no i'm cutting you off i'm like actually let me speak i'm actually trying to make you feel bad i'm like starting sentences that i don't intend to finish so (laughs) what i was gonna say is like (laughs) 
<laughs> just kidding. Sorry, I'll let you talk. Uh, okay, birth control though does have. Um, I've heard that sometimes with birth control, mm. if you've been on it for a while, mm. you know, it could take a while for your body to get back mm. into like the swing of things. Honestly, I my best advice would be literally if you're concerned that there might be an issue to do fertility testing because that's like I think the only way to know honestly like how you're not going to know unless you start trying Truly. and something's not working so if you're concerned about it then I would definitely yeah. call up your doctor and and do fertility testing yeah so agreed all right the next question what's the number one thing you each did that was a turning point for your photo business aka the one thing that you think got you going the most posting consistently yeah I was gonna say just using social media and like being specific with my content like Mm. my niche I think the turning point recently for me has been TikTok actually Mm. like in the last couple years like all my international weddings have been from TikTok dude so uh, that's amazing yeah that's been my turning point that's so cool so don't don't sleep on the TikTok. It's not just dancing and singing over there. It, it, yeah, girl. it has some good value to it. That is awesome. Um, yeah. I feel like we kind of covered a lot of what this question has mm-hmm. previously. So the next question says, Okay, maybe this is boring, but please help me decide if I should quit my job. Oh, oh no. The senior leadership is so micromanagey and the environment is toxic. Like, they tell people that coworkers shouldn't be friends with one another. It's weird. But I've only been there for a few months, and I don't have a ton of experience. So I don't know what to do. I know it looks bad to job hop, but I really don't like it. Ha ha. Should I quit and look for a new job or stick it out till I hit a year? Um, honestly, like, I don't see a point in wasting your time in a job that doesn't make you happy. Yeah. Life's too short. Exactly. So I, I would quit maybe... If you financially, if you need to stay in the job and start job search, well, start job searching now until you find the job, yeah. maybe. But I if would you, that, yeah. yeah, I would quit if you're not, if it's not bringing you joy and it's a toxic environment. So. Yeah, and if you think about it, you're with the people at work. If you're at a nine to five job, mm-hmm. you're with them more than you're with your family. Oh yeah, you know, like why waste your time? So yeah, in you, an environment you should want to be friends you. with them. You should want to get along with them and not feel like it's a terrible toxic experience and that's what makes work enjoyable is if you have a job where you have friends Mm -hmm. like my favorite jobs that I've had in my lifetime have been Mm. because we were best friends we all became best friends so like if you can't have that connection then it's like what's the point yeah (laughs) you know like what's the point of working why am I here (laughs) (laughs) no I agree I totally empathize with that though like that sounds like a really hard situation Mm -hmm. and it can feel like bad not staying in the job for longer but in the end like you you are replaceable in any job Mm -hmm. and you you know most like you don't owe them anything also the job anything Mm -hmm. and you deserve to be happy and find something that's a good fit for you I love that so okay what prepared you most for your wedding night I'm gonna assume that this person is like thinking um, oh it's your first time yeah that you're mm-hmm. for our first sex. time having sex um that's a great question no one's ever asked me that <laughs> 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 that's a great question um um you know what actually is really funny uh-huh okay this is funny 
my cousins introduced me to this Facebook group called, I think it's called HHS, Happy Healthy Sexuality. Oh, And cool. it's like a bunch of people who are LDS who just talk about, like, you know, they just talk about stuff. Yeah, those and, conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of them are anonymous posts and they just want advice and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so that literally might be a good thing and it is so entertaining oh yeah what it is, is it called happy what happy healthy sexuality i have to facebook, facebook. Delete it. otherwise i would um show it to you okay but there are so many crazy situations there's a lot of really good information on there too about wedding night and about like what birth control might be best mm-hmm. like obviously to talk to your doctor like that's really really important and research for yourself but it is really entertaining to see how many strong opinions there are and Mm -hmm. also there's so many like this is kind of getting off topic but there's so many situations where like the guy is clearly treating the girl terribly Mm. and the girl's just like yeah he does this this and this like yeah he like expects this and does this and is addicted to porn and all this stuff she's like what should i do and leave him (laughs) clearly it's like i think you know (laughs) yeah no exactly that's interesting like so funny so i would actually i mean go check out that page i would recommend that page or something similar to that i would recommend talking to your married friends Mm -hmm. and stuff like that I would say, honestly, like, if you're comfortable with your person, yeah, like, obviously, it's so scary. It's intimidating, like, having sex for the first time. Like, that, that's this kind of, you know, like, it's a vulnerable moment. Yeah. And so you kind of, it's a scary thing. But, like, I think just make sure you're comfortable with your partner. And if you're comfortable with them, hopefully that will make it an environment where you can be vulnerable Mm -hmm. um I also think to know that your wedding night probably won't be the best sex that you ever have in your life like and maybe that's different for other people Mm -hmm. but like you're learning it's a first time experience and so I think like don't expect if something doesn't like if something goes maybe like if it hurts I feel like that's a common thing like don't think that's what sex is it's just gonna always be painful I and also side note it could be always painful for you and maybe you have (laughs) (laughs) there's so much information there's so much information (laughs) because like I yeah like it shouldn't be painful it shouldn't be painful but like sometimes I know it is painful for certain people and so like that's when you would talk to a doctor because that's actually a very normal common thing like so don't be afraid to talk to a doctor because pelvic floor therapy is a very common thing yeah. with that thing this sorry this is going off into tangents but <laughs> i'm trying to just think like i don't know what, like what yeah i i just be like open <laughs> be open to it all <laughs> just kidding no. i feel like don't yeah don't like also ex- like ex- have high expectations yes. or mm-hmm. low expectations you know just like let it be and like move as slowly as you want to mm-hmm. like take it day by day and just yes. you know take it at your own pace and always feel like you have a voice in any situation mm-hmm. like I feel like I've heard horror stories with like girls who have been like extremely abused and because mm-hmm. they haven't had a sexual experience before they don't know what's normal mm-hmm. and so you should feel safe comfortable you know like like your voice can be heard yeah and yeah, if you don't feel that way, then there's a problem. Exactly. No, I think I, I agree with all that. Comfortable, comfort, comfortable, 
No, please keep going. I'm glitching. No. Approvability. <laughs> I feel like a Nemo and like Finding Nemo. A Nemo yeah. or what is yeah. he saying? Like, literally. <laughs> guys, I don't know why. Like, I get tongue twisted it so often, I've noticed. That's so funny. Maybe it's because I didn't graduate I think college. Some, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. But it's just a fun joke to make about myself. <laughs> um oh. that is a great question though um yeah yeah also like else? yeah i think i hear this all the time like premarital counseling like not oh. necessarily like you you could maybe talk to a sex counselor about that and like you know but premarital counseling so you're comfortable with those what sometimes could feel like uncomfortable conversations yeah at a time so being open yeah yes. like having that communication mm -hmm. um i think also here's another thing is like there are if if your wedding night is going to be your first sexual experience there are books that are really really awesome mm -hmm. that you can read um like i mean you can give it to your fiance to read because again a lot of literature is um like very much geared towards like men but mm -hmm. um there's this book called i think it's called she comes first and Cody read it before we got married hmm. and I mean he's just like a bookworm so he just reads books anyway mm -hmm. and he read another book I forget what it was but just like honestly understand your body better mm -hmm. I think it's important I mean it would be good for you to read it for your spouse to read it or whoever um so there's this book I started reading it a little while ago I have not finished it it's mm -hmm. called come as you are Oh, yeah, I've heard um, of that one, too. Yes, and it says, The surprising new science that will transform your sex life. But it is, I've had a few friends who've read it, and they, like, recommend it 100% mm -hmm. just for you to be more comfortable with your body and understand, like, how certain things work and stuff. So I would also read a book like that. Maybe that would yeah. prepare you more because it is kind of, like, a scary thing if you're not used to that stuff, so. Yes, and I think, obviously, in, like, lds and like christian culture sometimes you don't really talk about stuff like that mm -hmm. before like you're taboo. right about to get married mm -hmm. yeah it's like taboo and i don't think it's the healthiest way to go about life because i mean everyone has a body you know there's yeah. it's not a huge issue in america we do over sexualize bodies a lot and it's not helpful because it sometimes that does cause like some shame mm -hmm. surrounding like just being open with your body and I think reading about it is really helpful because it gets you just used to kind of more like topics like that I guess mm -hmm. I 100% agree great so that next question is also how do you deal with a boy that keeps going from friend to kissing to back to friend to kissing <laughs> oh gosh. so he's like doing the flip-flop he's the one that's initiating kissing and then like going back wanting to, friend. to be friends and then kissing you Again. this boy is using you yeah <laughs> honestly like if you're not like unless you're into like a nickmo kind of yeah. non-committal make out yeah it depends on what you like want. then drop him like if you want something more serious and then drop him <laughs> yeah this this boy is just using you and wasting your time honestly like it sounds like he's just like he knows that he can always come back to you to just kiss if he's like feeling bored or something and you're better than that unless you want a nickmo situation then it's great then it just depends great. on what you want yeah it depends on what you're <laughs> looking for okay so then we got a few comments in our question box that kind of gave us advice because <laughs> <laughs> i think there was a little confusion in the way we wrote it 
Um, but she did ask a question in this, so I'm going to read it and then we'll answer her question mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. She said, I thought this was going to be for submitting advice, LOL. I don't remember where I heard, but the best dating advice I ever got was date someone for who they are now, right now, not for who you want them to be. I really like that. Mm. Um, if you marry them and they never change for the better, would you be okay with it? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. No, I agree with that. Like, I don't feel like you could marry someone expecting them to change like i'm going to just use a religion topic because that's an easy one to relate it to say someone is a part of a religion and Mm. you're not a part of your religion and they are asking you to like change to be a part of their religion like don't marry them hoping that they'll change you know like that's i don't think that's what you should base if you truly love someone yeah marry them but don't base it off on hoping for certain things to change ever yes like I feel like you should meet them where they're at and like love them as they are mm-hmm. as they are as yeah they are. as they are mm-hmm. why is my brain thinking that that's like, not right <laughs> no that's right yeah um and like if you do that and you have that mutual respect for each other like obviously you're gonna change throughout life but like you shouldn't be marrying just potential mm-hmm. you know yeah no like, that's oh, not I like good that. enough yeah don't marry just potential marry like like someone you genuinely love, love being around. everything about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. Agreed. Okay. Um, the next thing that we have to talk <laughs> about, <laughs> I don't know how to introduce these anymore. Okay, I'm struggling. Okay, so they say, when you find yourself thinking worst case scenario about something, make yourself also think the best case scenario. Usually, you end up somewhere in the middle, and it saves you some stress and anxiety. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. I probably should apply that. Like glass half full, mm-hmm. more like. Yeah. yeah. Like don't always assume the worst kind of yeah, situation. Like catastrophize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I'm so guilty of that. Sometimes. Oh, me too. I'm so guilty of that. So I like that. Yeah. Cool. All right. And then the last advice that someone gave Great us. Great thing to end <laughs> on. Honestly, truly so fantastic. <laughs> Use dry shampoo at night before bed. It soaks in better and adds volume overnight. I love that. Slay. Slay. Honestly, I've never done that. I'm going to try it, though. I actually, in addition to this, put dry, er, put deodorant on in the nighttime the as night? well, not in the morning. Why? Have you ever read the back of a deodorant thing? Never. Does it tell you to do it at night? The clinical strength one says to do it at nighttime. Not in the morning, never. That's never. wild. So, wait. Yeah. Okay, so are you a morning shower or a night shower? Mm. Or it changes? Uh, now I'm a night shower. Okay. I'm a morning shower. So it's like... Yeah. Oh. I feel like yeah. it wouldn't really work Yeah. for that because I shower and then I'm... That makes sense. But I feel like if you're freshly clean, that's when you want to put deodorant on so it lasts the longest. Yeah. Yeah. So... I agree. Also, clinical strengths still changing lives out here. <laughs> it's it's it really is. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Well, goodness, guys, those were all the questions and comments that were submitted. Yes. So thank you so much. We're and so grateful for you. We're so grateful for ChatGPT. Yeah, it's, it's changing lives over here. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in this week. If you guys ever want to be a part of future stories, then make sure to go follow us up on our Instagram, which is Golden Gossip Podcast, and you could submit your stories there. We're always looking for submissions, so make sure to go check that out. And if you liked our podcast, 
and you want to just show us some love, go ahead and just leave a five-star review. Not four-star, not three, <laughs> not two, not one, not zero, five. Five. Um, and that really helps us to just feel motivated to keep doing this so. no well and it just like also yeah. pushes our podcast to others like exactly. which helps us so yes we really appreciate it we, we really do it means the world yeah and so thank you so much for tuning in we hope you guys have a great day and stay, stay golden. golden bye, bye.